Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for podcasters by podcasters. Podcasting Smarter is the official podcast from Podbean, featuring podcasting interviews, best practices, and helpful tips. We're here to give you the tools, resources, product updates, and news to help you get started podcasting and keep your podcast growing. Hello and welcome to Podcasting Smarter. This is Norma Jean Belenke, Podbean's Head of Events, and today's episode is a replay of our live event, How to Get Started with Ads on Your Podcast, featuring Podbean's podcast specialist, Ronnie Gosh, and Head of Marketing, John Kiernan. We'll get into what are the options for ads, what does an ad entail, the typical length of ads, getting clear on your offerings, value, and packaging, host-read ads versus using voiceover actors, our pod ads platform here, and so much more. Stay tuned, and here we go. Hello. Hello and welcome, everyone. Today, we are so excited about today's event, How to Get Started with Ads on Your Podcast. I'm going to read our brief intro. We're joined here today by the Podbean team. We're excited, and it's really exciting for everybody out there who has a podcast that wants to monetize or learn how to monetize, and for everybody who's thinking about starting a podcast or advertising on a podcast, what that looks like and how you can get a piece of the pie. So welcome everyone to Podbean's very own podcast, Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for podcasters by podcasters with inspiration and advice from the wonderful from the wonderful world of podcasting. This is our live episode for May, hosted by me, Norma Jean Belenke, the head of events here at Podbean. And we're joined by special guests today, Podbean's podcast specialist, Ronnie Gosh, and Podbean's head of marketing, John Kiernan, as we discuss how to get started with ads on your podcast. For those of you who may be joining us for the first time, Podcasting Smarter has live-streamed episodes just like this one with top podcasters and experts. We also have recorded episodes on the Podcasting Smarter show, on social media, and on the Podbean Podcasting Smarter channel. Podcasting Smarter is brought to you by Podbean. We're a podcast hosting and monetizing platform and home to over 590,000 podcasts. Our ads marketplace and dynamic ad insertion platform, Pod Ads. For everyone listening, you can start your own podcast and monetize on Podbean. Now we're going to jump in with the Podbean team. Hello, Ronnie and John. Hello, hello. And I know that we spoke about a piece of the pie. I am personally more of a cheesecake fan myself, but the analogy is not lost on me, and I'm excited to talk all about advertising today. Yes, absolutely. Ronnie, any opening words on where the industry is with ads? I mean, I think it's something where, you know, everybody is talking about ads. So how do you feel about it in this moment? It feels a little bit electric. Yeah, you know, everybody really is just all about advertising. There's so many different ways to bring ads on your podcast. And really, every time I talk to a podcaster nowadays, their big question is, how do I get more ads and more sponsors to put ads in my content? So it is. this is a very timely topic. And I think that hopefully we can uh, shed some light on it because it is one of those things where people, once again, because they're asking so many, they're asking so many questions because they don't know a whole lot about it. So hopefully we can kind of, you know, introduce them to some of the the, the bigger topics, uh, give them an insight to how it looks like, and hopefully by the end of this they'll have more information about it so that they can proceed to have a a better experience with it and uh, get to the end goal that they're seeing with uh, having ads in their podcast. Absolutely, and. 
Before we go any further, if you have any questions while you're watching us, while you're watching this live, jump in, type your questions. We're here to answer your questions. You can also always email us at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. If you have a question, we'll email you back um, or just type it here in the comments. We're live on YouTube and LinkedIn. So hello and welcome. Um, I want to start a little bit talking about what podcast advertising looks like because podcasting is a new medium. And I mean, podcasting really has only been around a couple of decades. And it's something where when we're looking at advertising, the technology and how ads are being produced, created the culture uh, of advertising within podcasting, and the technology is evolving at such a rapid rate. So John, tell us a little bit about where we are with podcast advertising and what the ad landscape looks like these days. Yeah, there's... I. I think when it comes to podcast advertising, a lot of businesses, both podcasters and just general businesses alike, are starting to see that there's a lot of excitement around podcasts. There's a lot of engaging uh, material that happens, and everybody is listening to a podcast in some form or another, whether it's for entertainment, whether it's in business, uh, whether it's for your place of work. The point is, when people are listening to a podcast, you often have podcasters who are being, uh, let's say, sponsored or having ads run in their show. And what we've been seeing is that the engagement that a podcast ad gets is extremely high, meaning that if you're running an ad on a show, the more than likely you're going to have some level of activation towards your business or product. So right now we're seeing a lot of activity across the podcasting landscape with people running ads in shows because they're seeing how effective it can be. And usually it takes two different forms, um, at least in general. One of the ways that people are running ads on a platform is through what we call host read ads. So they'll go ahead and let's say a business will reach out to a podcaster and they'll say, we're going to go ahead and uh, give you a script to read about our product. We'll pay you X amount to do so or work at a cross promotional opportunity and the host reads the ad on their own, which is a great solution. Um, but the other side that I think is really emblematic of the technology that exists now is our dynamic ad insertion where your hosting provider says, okay, you can take this uploaded MP3 file and run it across all of the different shows that you have, select the timestamp that you want in your episodes and drop that MP3 right into uh, your podcast. So the podcasting landscape now is vast. It's wide as we know. And I think a lot of businesses are taking advantage of being able to run their targeted advertising on those specific podcasts in those different ways. Absolutely. And I think it's something where, you know, businesses are seeing results, right? Podcasting, it, it, it's such a, an exciting medium and so many podcasts out there are gaining organic grassroots audiences that are truly interested in their topic and the niche, which we'll get into in a second. And we were going to talk about this later, but I kind of want to jump in now about host red ads because it's a really big aspect of advertising within podcasts. And when you're listening to a podcast, you and that host have a relationship, right? You, it's, it's podcasting is kind of intimate, right? Especially nowadays with smartphones, we are listening to a podcast on the same device that we call our moms, right? <laughs> and so that we call our loved ones. And so it's something where, you know, you're in your ears, you know, you're listening to something. It's not, you're not sitting somewhere and watching someone on a stage far away. You feel a lot of the time, like someone's speaking directly to you. So that trust is there in a lot of ways. And so host read ads, um, are when 
the host of the podcast is going to read those ads. And I'm sure we, we've all heard them, right? The host will say, hey, I just want to take a break and tell you about this great product that I use and that I love, and here's why I want to recommend it to you. And so it further instills that trust within the audience and, and the relationship they have with the podcaster and creator. Um, there's also a, a few other types of ads that, that are used within podcasting, but the data is really showing us that host-read ads are just performing better. Um, and John, like you mentioned, with dynamic ad insertion, we can always, you know, timestamp and add an ad, add an ad <laughs> into the specific um, second of when the podcast is. Um, but even when we're using that technology, it's not an it's not an either; it's an and. Right. So when we're using that dynamic ad insertion, the host is still reading the ads, um, which is really important to mention as well. So I just wanted to jump in there because host read ads are such a big aspect of podcasting. And uh, for a lot of podcasters that are new to podcast advertising, what are some of the typical common practice, length of ads, number of ad slots the podcasters use um, per episode? Uh, and then we'll we'll dive more into campaigns and packaging and what it looks like to sell ads and to buy ads for your podcast. Yeah, I think with how people are doing advertising now and how many per episode things like that, it really does depend on the podcaster. Um, our service, PodEds, gives a podcaster the ability to insert three ads within their episodes in the pre, the mid, and the post. But realistically, you can set those timestamps wherever you would like to, right? Um, I've seen some podcasters who have one ad. I've seen some podcasters that have six or seven, a combination of host thread, a combination of uh, dynamically ad asserted. So there really is a combination. I think it really does come down to how you're able to attract advertisers and also the platforms uh, that you're using. And Ronnie's worked with a lot of different podcasters in this way too. So I want to pass it over to them as well. But I think that when we think of the podcasting landscape and we think of how <clears throat> advertise or we think of podcasters trying to find advertisers or uh, vice versa. Really with a podcast, it's all a matter of growing your brand. It's all a matter of continuing to make sure that you're in as many eyes and ears as possible, being in as many directories as possible, putting your podcast out there in as many outlets and really knowing what your podcast is about. You know, we always talk about finding your niche market, right? We always talk about instead of casting this wide net of a podcast, really create a podcast that stands on its own and can be within that niche market. But what are some effective things that you've seen, Ronnie? Well, especially like in regards to host red ads, what people don't realize is that because of how engaging they are, they are one of the most beneficial ways to have an ad in your podcast. Um, we wrote this blog and I think the, the, the event when it happened was like 2018, but uh, the Comedy Bang Bang co uh, podcast, they did uh, a host read ad. It was seven minutes long, but and it was more like a comedy skit than an ad, but it was a host read ad for uh, Mark Weldon, uh, the underwear company. They doubled their sales with that single host read ad. So it's host read ads are extremely beneficial, and there's ways to integrate host read ads with dyna like dynamically inserted ads so your ads don't have to be baked in. But, you know, across the board, the common practice I see is just a mixture of everything. Everybody kind of does what works best for their podcast. So the real question is, is like looking at what works best and trying to make it work better, which hopefully this will help them with that. 
And one thing to also bear in mind is that when it comes to host read ads, a lot of the times a host read ad can be baked in. And I know we're going to talk about this a little bit, or maybe this is yeah. kind of the segue to No, that. this is the direction we're going to go in next. So keep going, John. <laughs> we got some direction here. So with a uh, host read ad, oftentimes they might not be dynamically inserted. Oftentimes, depending on the workflow of you creating your podcast, you may have your session open where you produce your podcast and you may be reading it on the fly, which is great. That's fine. Um, One thing, though, is if you are baking it into the podcast episode, sometimes it can be a little bit more time consuming to remove it later, right? Maybe you have to go in, you have to remove that podcast from, you know, in whatever capacity that is. Maybe you have to edit the episode, you have to remove it from your RSS feed and then re-upload it. And then, you know, there's sometimes a chance that you could lose statistics, things like that. Uh, If you don't remove it, maybe you're giving a little bit more to the advertising company than was assumed. Maybe it was supposed to get you know, 2,000 impressions, maybe it was supposed to get 100,000 impressions. Now that goes, you know, even more than that because you haven't removed it. Um, so there's different reasons why host read ads, if they're done in this kind of baked in way, might be a little bit disadvantageous as opposed to something like a, a dynamically ad inserted ad where you're able to just place that wherever in the episode that you want for a duration of time that you deem fit as well. And it's not to say anything wrong about host read ads, but when we're considering about running ads on your podcast, it is a consideration and something you should keep in mind to make sure that you're as focused as possible towards what the advertiser is asking for expectation wise and what you as a podcaster should be delivering. Absolutely. And we just dropped a bunch of terms. So for everybody out there who's new to podcast advertising, I'm just going to kind of go through a couple of the things that that we've been talking about. So John mentioned pre-roll, mid-roll, and post-roll. And that's basically having an ad at the very beginning, the middle, or your end of your podcast. So pre-roll would be before the podcast episode even starts, um, the ad would play. Mid-roll is, you know, in the middle of the episode and um, end roll is obviously at the end. But there is some negotiation there. It doesn't have to be at the very, very beginning. It can be maybe after the intro or there, when we say pre-roll, that's what we mean. And then baked in, this is the real difference between uh, between the length of time that your advertisement runs for. So a dynamically inserted ad will run for a specific number of impressions. And we're going to get into that in a second. So maybe, you know, 100,000 people are going to listen to um, the advertisement for your company or within your podcast. Whereas in a baked-in ad, similar to like baking brownies, if you add the egg in, you can't take it out later, right? It's in, <laughs> it's in the episode. It's part of the episode. And so to remove it, you know, requires republishing that episode a lot of times. And there's an example that we've talked about, I think previously in one of our lives where there's a very famous podcast called Serial. And I think that they had a campaign with uh, a big advertiser. Uh, They're not, they're not with Podbean, but it's a a very well-known story in the industry because their first season blew up and it's how a lot of people learned about podcasts. I think, you know, when when the first season of Serial came out, And that advertiser got more than their money's worth because their ad was part of the episode. And so they had to re-edit, from my understanding of of the story, they had to re-edit the episode in order to to sell those ads again. And what's great about podcasting and having fantastic content, um, a lot of the time that's evergreen, meaning that it's relevant um, all the time, right? It's not going to expire. It's not for an upcoming event. 
it's knowledgeable and anybody can listen at any time is that you can then sell the impressions of your audience uh, on on an ongoing basis, which is what dynamic ad insertion allows you to do, which is why we're all so excited about it. <laughs> yeah. So moving on, um, I want to talk a little bit about getting clear on your niche and your market because podcasting is for everyone. And what we love at Podbean is that, you know, anybody can start a podcast about anything at any time. It takes five minutes from your phone. Um, but getting really clear on your niche is important, specifically when you are um, when you are approaching advertisers or when you're reaching a specific audience. So, Ronnie, can you speak a little bit about getting clear on your niche and niching down when it comes to your audience? Absolutely. It's it's one of those things that when people like start their podcast, their first thing is like, oh, I want to make a podcast that everybody is going to listen to. And that's a great goal, but trying to make content that is targeted to everybody means that it's going to be targeted to nobody and it's going to be content that nobody's really going to want to engage with. So in order to create content that is going to hit that niche, you kind of have to think, okay, what is what does my niche want to listen to? What are they already listening to? How do they already engage with content? And how do I make content that's really going to continue with that trend of engagement. Uh, We talk all the time about how to create an audience avatar. (laughs) We've done this in our podcast 101 webinar. We've done this on the blog post. And really what it is, it's creating a fictional stand-in for your perfect listener, figuring out how they want to engage with content, and then making the content in the way that you want them to engage with it so they can engage with it. So for example, in all, (laughs) all of our examples, his name is Kevin. Uh, that's just how it is. Apologies to any Kevins out there. Uh, my perfect audience avatar, Kevin, loves Twitter, does not like Instagram, loves Marvel comics, does not like the Marvel movies. So it's like, okay, knowing that, knowing that he likes the, uh, what he likes, how he likes to engage with it. If I want to make a Marvel podcast, I really want to target the comics and I really want to target Instagram as my platform. And I really want to create content that he can engage with on on Insta- on Twitter I'm getting Kevin wrong. Oh my God. Kevin doesn't like Instagram. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Kevin. I'm just doing you so dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But knowing how he wants to engage with content, uh, I can also go so far as to think, okay, how often do I want him to listen to to things? Do I imagine him sitting down and listening to a whole episode through? Do I imagine him sitting down and listening to episodes in chunks? So then I can think, okay, if I want him to be able to sit down and listen to a whole podcast episode through, that means I want to make shorter episodes, which means I can probably produce more per month. Or if I want him to listen to episodes in chunks, so, uh, you know, maybe I can make an even longer episode and kind of make that just the month goal of just like one long episode instead of shorter episodes. And so by doing that, by creating the targeted content for this perfect listener, you're creating content that's really going to be more appealing to a wider audience than you can imagine. And even to that point, you can then go, okay, what kind of advertising makes sense for my specific podcast, right? There exactly. may be, and there are lots of podcasts out there who the first five minutes of their show <clears throat> are ads. And a lot of the times that's for somebody who, for example, might already have such a big personality outside of the podcasting community coming in and creating a podcast, right? That may be somebody where people are willing to listen to the ads just to listen to the personality, right? That's kind of one of those things where if an advertiser comes to them, they could say, yeah, you could do a three minute ad on the front of my show. 
that's fine. Um, for a lot of podcasters and creating this podcast avatar or the um, audience avatar is great for this. You can turn around and say, well, if a podcast advertiser comes to me and says, we have a 20 second ad, that sounds great. We can go ahead and do this. Might make sense for them. If they come with this three minute ad that have, that they have to run, they have to literally read the whole website, then give the code at the end. It might not be optimal for that podcast and the advertiser might not get the same pull from them as they would from another podcast. So the audience avatar, we always talk about from a podcaster perspective, but it's also a really great way for you to frame what kind of advertising makes sense for me. Um, should I do host red or DAI, uh, dynamic ad insertion, at, or should it be something where I really try to cater the ads to uh, what I think my audience avatar would really appreciate? Absolutely. And I think it's so important to have that vision of who your ideal audience member, your audience avatar is. Um, And specifically, right, there's some advertisers are going to be drawn to specific audiences and avatars. And it's very interesting to see what ads sell with which audiences, because it's not always what you would expect. Yeah. there's definitely some surprises in there, and I, it, it's interesting, right? John, as you mentioned, you know, some podcasters have a following or are known outside of podcasting before they start, um, and others come in and they come in with a very niche topic, right? Like veterinarians, for instance. Um, you know, I think it's it's something where, you know, when when we're speaking about a specific niche, it's important to understand that every market's going to be different. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So once you've kind of gotten clear on, you know, what the different ad options are, host read versus um, having an external voice actor read the ad or having the advertiser read the ad um, and then dynamic ad insertion versus baked in ads, um, and you've gotten clear on your niche, what is the next step in terms of getting clear on your offering? Because we talk about this a lot, um, you know, podcasting is some is such a such an open medium right and and every podcast is different so what are some things that podcasters can do to make their media buy right to make someone want to advertise on their podcast more attractive um yeah john let's start with you on this one yeah um one thing i'll say and i tell this to any podcaster or anybody who's you know looking to build their brand a press kit is one of the biggest things that you can have Right. And a press kit basically gives you the ability to have this package that's professional and has everything from stats about your podcast to what your podcast is about to maybe big interviews that you've done and things of that nature that you can position to different advertisers and even to different conventions to be a speaker and things like that. Uh, The point is it's a professional package that you can deliver to these different people. And one of the things you want to have in there are different demographics, if you can get them, uh, but really download numbers per month for your episode or for your overall channel. Quite honestly, if it's for the overall channel, it paints a better picture of how the interaction with your podcast is going, not just a specific episode, right? So one thing I will always recommend to podcasters is create a press kit so you can deliver this to advertisers that you'd like to potentially have run ads um, on your show. For the dynamic ad insertion side, what's great, and you know, we talk about Podbean a lot here, but one thing that we offer is our ads marketplace where advertisers can find your podcast and they can see those exact analytics. They can see 
where in the globe your podcast has the most engagement. They can go ahead and see your download numbers per month. They can listen to bits and pieces of your episode, read your description, see how long you've been around, and then they can make that uh, distinction of whether they want to run ads on your podcast or uh, whether they are interested in maybe coming back at a different time. Right. But really, the biggest thing I would say is as much information as you can receive about your podcast for your podcast to put in a press kit. You can do that. And if you're using ads marketplace, all that content is right there at your fingertips already. Absolutely. I think it's so clear to understand what you have to offer on the front end. Right. So you know, the first is those bare numbers, right? How many downloads am I getting? And John, like you said, there's a lot of ways to tell the story of your downloads, right? You can say the overall downloads for your entire podcast channel or show. A lot of a lot of podcasters talk about downloads per month. Some podcasters talk about average downloads per episode. It really depends um, on specifically, you know, how you want to showcase those numbers and tell that story. And really, you know, putting your best foot forward, right? Talking about you know, some, maybe some of the other assets that you have from a media standpoint. Um, and this is kind of what I want to get into next because when you create a podcast, right, there's a lot of work involved. (laughs) There's a lot. We talk about this a lot, right? Personal bandwidth. This is a big term at Podbean, personal bandwidth, because, you know, when a lot of people, it's, it's really John's, it's really John's term, but when a lot of people start a podcast, you know, you want to record it. You want to have a Twitter, you want to have an Instagram, you want to have a YouTube, you want to have a Facebook, you want to you know, do everything. And and there's a lot of um, pod fade or burnout that can occur. But when you do establish those social media channels or an email newsletter, and you start to build that dedicated following, maybe, you know, people who subscribe to your email aren't able to listen to every single episode the week it comes out, right? But maybe, you know, they'll listen to four or five at once when they go on a road trip or something, right? But they'll get the email newsletter every week. So all of those additional assets really come in handy when you're talking about your press kit and what you have to offer. Um, and then from there, I think it's it's so important to think a little bit outside the box. We did a live stream with Halataha last year who um, started Young and Profitable, which is a podcasting agency. And and she really talked about packaging, um, which was incredible. So that's, you know, where you come in and you say, look, I've got this many downloads per month on my podcast, but I've also got this email newsletter. I've also got this social media following, you know, and and utilizing what you have and packaging it together in a way that is attractive to potential advertisers. Right. So... That's also been a really big, really big um, point that a lot of podcasters have and and way that a lot of podcasters have secured investment um, from advertisers. And as an advertiser, right? I mean, that's kind of what you want, right? You want someone to say like, hey, I want to tell everybody about about your product, but not just on the podcast, right? If you have visuals, if you have you know, an email newsletter, maybe there's a link in there where, you know, there's a discount code, things like that. So it's important to use what you have and to be creative with it as well. Yeah. I think the podcasting community also, because it is, and we, again, a lot of these terms you're going to hear on lots of different episodes, ladies and gentlemen, Um, podcasting tends to be a very low point of entry for a lot of people, right? A lot of it is very cost effective. You can record right on your phone. There's a lot of things that you can do. So I don't think uh, there's, or rather I should reframe it like this. 
I think that a lot of podcasters would benefit from thinking less about it just being a podcast and thinking about the overall brand. Um, I Again, with a lot of things that I've done previous and into podcasting, you often get the, well, can I use social media or my website as my press kit? The website, I give a little bit more leniency. Yes, you can, because you can do a lot more breakout of what we're talking about in a press kit. But I don't ever really recommend using social media because, like you said, it's only one part of your brand. Also, there's comments and things that happen on there, and there's a lot of things that are kind of out of your control. What that press kit allows you to do or that website, it allows you to give the presentation that you wish to deliver, not about your podcast, but about your overall brand. And it's really important, I think, as you grow your podcast to think, even if you're, even if you only do a podcast, like you don't have to go into all these different mediums, but to think of yourself as a brand and less about the podcast that opens up the possibilities. Okay, my name is this. I have a podcast. What else do I have? I have LinkedIn. I have Facebook. I have this. Maybe you also, you know, you have a YouTube channel that you do different things on. Okay, I have this, and I have all these different segments. It now makes it less about this myopic idea of this is the one channel that you have to look at, and it showcases my brand has this. And surprisingly enough, too, even if you think that you might not have the numbers that are desirable for an advertiser, you'd be surprised how much leverage you can get with the total package of your brand as opposed to just a singular object. Absolutely. Yeah. Ronnie, did you want to jump in? Oh, I was just going to throw my two cents in behind the, the yeah. having the, the press kit, the media kit, because keep in mind that by having this, you can always add in more than just your podcast, like John was saying, because you can say, oh, I have this kind of following on social media. I've been invited to speak at this conference. I, you know, guested on this podcast. You can add in other things just beyond like, oh, this is my down. These are my downloads for the month, because you never know what part of your experience is going to land with an advertiser. So for example, if you're like, oh yeah, I've been a guest on this podcast and this podcast, they'll see that you have working relationships with other podcasters. And they'll think, oh, if you're guesting on other people's podcasts and you're featuring guests on your podcast, you're more likely to be able to reach out to an audience that we might not be able to touch. So we definitely want to get our content on your content so we can kind of expand our audience reach. So absolutely don't be afraid to include that kind of info on a, on a press kit, a media kit, a one pager, anything that you're sending out to advertisers, which leads into the fact like, don't be afraid to reach out to advertisers personally. It's okay to be the one to extend the handout and say, hey guys, have you considered advertising on my podcast? Because while there are like some really great tools to help you get started with advertising, such as our ads marketplace, you can do so much more by personally reaching out and saying, hey guys, you want to you know, create a relationship here. Let's do some stuff. You can go through the ads marketplace because that kind of helps uh, dynamically insert everything so we can kind of get some stuff started. But beyond that, we can work on, you know, doing promoted posts. We can work on doing a specifically sponsored episode where I have a guest. You can do a lot more stuff by, you know, being the one to reach out. Absolutely. And I think also, you know, what you what you talked about in terms of the way that we package um, the, our podcast and our show you know, when you, when you approach those advertisers, I absolutely agree. You know, it's one of those things where, especially, you know, if your podcast is niche, even geographically niche, you know, approaching businesses in your area or within your specific industry or topic is going to be so valuable because you're directly approaching their, our audience, right? So your target Kevin avatar (laughs) is also your (laughs) advertisers target Kevin avatar, right? It's so important to remember that, 
you know, your your dream date of a of a of a target audience is also the same for your advertiser. And I think it's so it's so important because when we're talking about packaging and talking about all of our assets, it's something where, you know, also when you're when you're looking at maybe your YouTube reach or your email newsletter reach or your LinkedIn following, you can also say, okay, you know, I'm gonna give you a pre-roll ad on three episodes and I'm going to give you a dedicated YouTube video and I'm going to give you three LinkedIn posts, right? And I'm going to give you a feature in the newsletter, my email newsletter. So I think it's something where you can be creative about what specifically you offer. And that's based on your specific market for your podcast and your genre and what would be a value to your advertisers, right? So maybe your podcast is more of a business niche podcast. So those LinkedIn posts are going to be very valuable, right? Or maybe it's more of a, um, like you were saying with Kevin, Kevin loves Marvel, the comics, not the movies. So maybe, you know, you've got a really big Marvel comic Twitter following. And so those tweets are going to be valuable. So I think it's really important to also think, you know, put yourself in the shoes of your advertiser and think what would bring in business for them? How would this help them? How would this add value to them supporting my podcast and yeah, being part of it as an advertiser? So I think that's a really important aspect. And then John, you touched on something that was important and that we talk about quite a lot. Um, And that's advertising on others' podcasts, right? Or I think maybe Ronnie mentioned it. Sorry, Ronnie. I think you might have mentioned one it, but <laughs> one of us, one of the one of the one of us. So <laughs> I got a, I got a fifty percent chance that it was one of you guys. Um, <laughs> but advertising on others' podcasts is so important, even as a podcaster, right? So we always yeah. talk about that. Well, we frequently talk about when you're a podcaster, developing community and reaching out to other podcasters and doing what's called an episode swap, right? So if we had an interview show, I would interview Ronnie. Ronnie would interview me. John would interview Ronnie, Ronnie would interview John, I would interview John, John would interview me, and we'd all have extra episodes, right? And we'd all, you know, get to introduce each other to each other's audience, right? And it's the same with advertising. So if you are a podcaster and you're just getting your feet wet and you're just getting started with advertising, finding a podcast maybe with a similar niche, um, similar audience is so important because that's really going to set the groundwork. Um, for you to develop those relationships and start, you know, advertising and just getting that practice in, getting those reps in of making ads, recording ads, host reading ads, and bringing in more listeners to your podcast so you can increase your listenership and be more attractive to advertisers in future. And connecting yourself with other businesses and brands. Yes. Again, like we, if we think about each podcast as a brand, like we just talked about a couple minutes ago, then this gets you in the mode of reaching out to other people who are doing the thing that you're doing. Um, and it can take a bunch of different forms. We're talking about advertising here. Obviously, like you said, you could be on each other's show and have really great communication that way. Um, but, you know, there's really a power in being able to reach out to another podcast saying, hey, if you have ads, I'd love to run them on my show and I'll run them on your show. And you may have the download numbers between both shows being very different, uh, but you'd be surprised how much cross collaboration that can, you know, that can offer to both podcasters. And with Podbean, we actually now offer a service for our, our Podbean hosted podcast, who if you go into 
your dashboard, there's actually an option to where you can have your ads run on other podcasts for a certain duration of time uh, for a cost. So for anyone who's on any of our paid tiers, it's actually a really great solution to know, okay, I'm going to look for this amount of impressions for this amount of time. And my hosting platform gives me the ability to have my ads run on another podcast. And I can pay for that, which also helps that podcaster or podcasters that you're running on monetize their podcast, help grow. Then you in turn over time can do the same. I think it's a really cool solution that we uh, we just implemented. But yeah, with cross-advertising, with cross-businesses, especially with podcasts, it can't be understated how effective that can be. Absolutely. And I think it's something where if, if there's a podcast that has the same niche as you, don't be afraid to approach them if they're bigger. You know, you are two fish swimming in the same pond. So you can say to them, hey, maybe you're getting you know, on a, on let's, you know, talk big numbers. Maybe you're getting a hundred thousand downloads an episode and I'm getting 25,000 downloads an episode. So maybe you can run one of my ads and I'll run four of yours, you know, for every, for every one of my ads that you run, I'll run four of yours. And I think that, you know, just allowing yourself that kind of flexibility and not being intimidated is really important. Um, as you mentioned, John, podcasting doesn't have a lot of barriers to entry, but that also means that there's so much room for creativity and um, creating community and connections. Um, also, just kind of circling back on that press release, um, sorry, not press release, um, on press the packaging. Kit. Thank you. Press kit, press, press. <laughs> circling back on the press kit, I think it's something where if you attend any podcasting event, right, whether maybe it's a gathering of podcasters in your area, um, maybe it's a podcast brunch club meeting, maybe it's a large conference, make sure you've got that press kit with you. Make sure that you have a digital copy. You can just very quickly, you know, send people via text message or email, um, and that you have it at the ready because, you know, it's, it's something where once you put it together, it's an asset and you can just very quickly send it out. So it's also, I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with a quick tip real quick. Also, especially because we are in the time of technology, QR codes, QR, QR yeah. That is set up to your press kit, whether it's a downloadable PDF, whether it's a part of your website, there's nothing wrong and actually strongly encouraged nowadays for someone yeah. to say, hey, if you just scan this QR code real quick, it'll go right to that press kit. I cannot say how in 2022 QR codes have been a game changer for discovery and for being able to put your product in front of people. And a lot of times, if you give somebody a a physical piece of content, especially at a conference where a lot of these things happen or in person or at these different events, that's an extremely powerful tool. But even more so now, you can go and say, hey, scan the QR code and you go right here. It's right on your phone. When they reopen up their phone later on, they're going to see it and there's going to be that continuation of that conversation or there can be. Um, so definitely have that QR code at the ready. Yes, and you can add it to your business card. You know, you can have it on your phone. I think it's something that's so important when we're when we're talking about just making sure you have things at your fingertips. So when the right opportunity comes along, you're ready. Yes, absolutely. Um, so we've talked quite a bit about um, you know what dynamic ad insertion is. You're getting clear on your niche getting clear in your offerings. Um, and I want to talk a little bit more about pod ads. I think a lot of people don't know, well, 
a lot of people don't know that we have pod ads. Um, and it's pretty exciting. A lot of people know. A lot of people use it. But some podcasters out there might not. And pod ads is built into Podbean. It's ready to go. When you host with Podbean, you literally, you know, just go through the pod ads and system. And then your, you know, your podcast is already there. It's integrated. So let's talk a little bit about what that looks like um, in terms of the implementation of dynamic ad insertion and how easy it is. Because John, like you were mentioning, it's so simple to advertise on other podcasts as a podcaster with Podbean. We make that really easy for you. So you can build your audience, you can connect with other podcasters, you can, you know, really dive in and expand within the community of your niche. Um, But how does that dynamic ad insertion piece work with pod ads? Yeah, so PodEds is Podbean's dynamic ad insertion service. So let's say you have an advertiser from outside of the Podbean ecosystem, or let's say your podcast is signed up with Ads Marketplace and an advertiser wants to run their ads on your show. They deliver the MP3 to you and you're ready to go. What PodEds allows you to do, and we keep talking about this, this dynamic ad insertion, um, what it allows you to do is it allows you to choose specific timestamps within each of your episodes or episodes in batch if you choose. And what will happen is that ad will run dynamically with, or run dynamically, that ad will run at the exact timestamp that you've selected for that episode or episode. So if we talk about that pre-roll that you brought up earlier, pre-roll being an ad that runs somewhere at the beginning of your show. Um, let's say you said, okay, at the nine second mark across all of my episodes, I want, that's where I want my dynamically added inserted ads to run. What will happen is when you go ahead and set up pod ads and you dynamically insert the ad in the pre-roll, that ad is going to get inserted right into that timestamp. And this serves a couple of purposes. Um, The first one is that it's a great tool instead of you having to bake in your ads in your software or recording of choice, uh, you can go ahead and have these ads put in in post. So it helps take away some of that editing side from you. Uh, The other thing too, which I really think is powerful, is when you have a dynamically ad or when you have a dynamic ad inserted, you have a whole fleet of analytics that you can see and your advertisers can see when it comes to how many impressions the ad is actually receiving. So one thing that we will often hear is, hey, uh, this advertiser came to me and they said, I see that your podcast has X amount of downloads. Let's just use a nice round figure, 100,000 downloads a month, right, like you were using. Um, and I want to go ahead and run my ad on there. The expectation from the advertiser is that you're going to get 100,000 impressions of their ad. But let's say people know how your podcast runs and they say, okay, cool. The first minute or two of this is usually ads. They skip the ad. They're in. Now, all of a sudden, this advertiser has paid for 100,000 impressions, theoretically, but they're only receiving 70,000, right? That could be a bit of a difficult experience in the relationship between podcaster and advertiser. What this allows you to do is this gives both the advertiser and the podcaster the ability to see how the advertising is performing. And if there need to be any adjustments made to the ad, the advertiser can upload a new MP3. If they need to change the CPM, they can do that too. They can have complete uh, control over how long the ad runs. But from the podcaster side, the podcaster can just dynamically insert that ad. The advertiser and the podcaster can both see the performance over uh, the duration of the ad campaign. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's something where in the age that we're in and with the tools that we have, more information is always better. Um, 
in something where as an advertiser, you know you're going to get the value of your ad. And as a podcaster, you know that you're going to be able to deliver to your advertisers. So that's really important as well. And for anybody who wants to check it out, the website is podads.podbean.com. It's super easy. It's it's incredibly easy. Um, so we've covered pod ads, and I want to talk now a little bit about the podcast advertising marketplace. So for all those businesses out there, um, Ronnie, can you tell us a little bit about the podcast advertising marketplace and how that works? So from the so if uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this here, <laughs> yeah. So pod ads is the engine. Ads Marketplace is the platform. Uh, That's where anybody, advertiser, podcaster can go to either opt in to have ads run in their podcast or they can opt to start an advertising campaign. Nobody's obligated to do anything. It's a great way to go and kind of get your feet wet with podcast advertising just because there's so many things that you can adjust and customize to create the perfect ad uh, or podcast ad campaign. So for the advertising side, anybody can run an ad, whether you're a business, uh, whether you're a nonprofit, if you're a podcaster that just wants to start running ads and kind of see what it looks like, you can go in, you can set up your ad campaign, you can set your uh, your CPM, how much you want to spend for every you know thousand impressions. And you can pick the individual podcast that you want to run ads with. So when you go in, you can immediately set, okay, this is what my my ad copy sounds like. I already have recorded it. So here's the ad I'm uploading. Or if you want us to custom record it for you, we can absolutely record it for you for a $99 fee. Is that correct, John? Mm-hmm. $99. We'll record the ad for you. Uh, you can geographically lock your ad campaign to specific locations to make sure that you're reaching the best target audience. You can set a daily cap. So for example, if you set your CPM for $15 for every thousand impressions and you set your daily cap at uh, $60, you know what, uh, like how many impressions you're probably going to get per day for your campaign. You can set how long your campaign is. So if you only want it to last a week, if you want it to last a couple days, if you only want it to last one day, by all means, you can have a one day campaign. Um, I personally would not recommend it. Stats show that longer campaigns do better than short campaigns. So if you're trying to figure out, okay, this is what my budget is. Do I want to invest uh, just a lot of uh, a lot of impressions over the course of five days, or do I want to extend it out and maybe have fewer impressions, but over the course of like 10 days? I highly recommend doing a longer campaign just because that kind of helps with the brand recognition. And then once you have all the parameters set, you can go in and you can start individually picking podcasts that you want to run your ads with, which is really great because you get to see how many downloads they get per month. You can see where their audience is located. You can kind of check out what kind of content they're producing to make sure that you're running an ad with a podcast that kind of hits the niche that you're trying to reach to, but it's also producing content you're proud to sponsor. So if somebody's putting out something that you don't really like vibe with, you absolutely do not have to run an ad with them. You can move on to the next podcast. So there's a lot of adjustability. There's a lot of customizability here. uh, So you can create the perfect podcast ad campaign. Absolutely. And it's built right into the platform. So when you host with Podbean... It's there for you. And if you are a business and you want to advertise on podcasts, it's there for you. Exactly. And like I said, it's a great way to get started with podcast advertising because there's no obligations. You're not like paying a monthly fee to use the platform. It's just you go in, you can kind of play around with the campaign settings to see what works best. You can look through the list of podcasters to see who kind of vibes with you the most. And then you can go ahead and start your campaign. And then if for any reason you don't really care for it, it's not producing the results, anything like that, you can always make adjustments to your campaign, switch podcasts out to make sure once again that you're creating the best campaign to get the most out of your budget. 
Right. And then as a podcaster, you know, there's nothing, there's no downside to joining the ads marketplace either. Um, like you said, to join the ads marketplace, there's no cost to it. Obviously, it comes with your monthly uh, or your annual subscription to Podbean. But again, having your podcast as part of the ads marketplace doesn't cost you anything. And, you know, again, I kind of go back to what a lot of podcasters often tell us. Hey, I don't know if I have the numbers to really warrant anyone wanting to download on my platform. Listen, even people that have two to 3,000 downloads a month can receive advertising. It's it's a combination of things. Yes, it's download numbers, but at the same time, it's download, it's demographics, it's all that. But it's also a matter of your market. You may be in a hyper niche market that you're getting the engagement that the advertiser wants. So being part of the ads marketplace can only work in your benefit. Maybe yeah. there's one or two advertisers that you get through that, but who knows how much they could offer? Who knows how long the campaigns are for? That little bit of money that you get from the ads marketplace just by hitting the button in your dashboard that says view more for join ads marketplace, that could be something that could help run your show for another year, year and a half. You never know. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's something where with podcasting, every little bit matters, right? Whether it covers your premium hosting, whether it covers a new microphone, whether it covers, you know, a trip to a conference, whether it covers, you know, a photo shoot for maybe new graphics. Like it's really something where every little bit counts, especially as you're building that brand, like you mentioned. Um, And we used a couple of terms, so I just kind of want to break those down for everybody who is watching and new to advertising within podcasting. The term CPM is, uh, I believe, a French term, and it's cost per mille. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> In my brain, it's French. Um, it's cost per mil, and it basically uh, breaks it. The translation is cost per thousand. So even though it's mil, it actually means thousand, um, and it's per thousand downloads. And that's how podcast impressions are measured. So if you're looking at purchasing podcast impressions and you are a business and you want to advertise on podcasts, it will usually be in a uh, factor of 1,000 impressions. So that's just an industry standard number. That's good to know. And obviously the cap is the maximum or the capacity that you would want to set a campaign under. So those are just some more terms there. And John, like you were saying, it it can only benefit you to join the ads marketplace. And I think as a business also who wants to advertise it, you know, just to see what's out there. Maybe there is a podcast in your small town, you know, that that covers the topic that you know that your um, avatar is going to find value with, right? It's something where it can really only benefit you. Um, So, so far today, I just kind of want to recap. We've talked about quite a few things. Um, What the ad options are, what does podcast advertising entail, what are the typical length of ads, common practices, getting clear on your niche and market, developing a press kit, getting clear on your offerings, Um, packaging, the value that you bring to your advertisers, Um, dynamic ad insertion, which we've talked about quite a lot, Um, how it works, the benefits of it, Um, baked in ads, the difference between baked in ads and dynamic ad insertion, host read ads, Um, ads read by the host of the podcast, um, as well as having voice actors read the ads as well. Um, and then at Podbean, our products, Pod Ads, and the Podcast Ads Marketplace. Um, anything else that you guys want to add here today? Well, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up in regards to the Pod Ads uh, is yeah. that 
if you have the ability to use pod ads, you can actually use that to run ads for yourself in your back episodes. One of the great things about it is that because it lets you pick individual episodes that you can advertise in. So for example, if you only want to, you know, run a specific ad campaign in like your last 10 episodes, you can run the ad campaign in just your last 10 episodes and then have something run differently in all the episodes that came previously. If you have like a live show coming up or if you want to remind people that you, you're going to be on a panel at a podcast conference, you can actually create an ad for yourself to remind people who anybody who's listening to to your content, no matter what episode they're listening to. Hey guys, I have a live show coming up or, Hey guys, I'm going to be at this conference speaking on this panel. And because you have the start and end date to the campaign that you can set, you can, you know, have the, the campaign end as soon as the live show happens or as soon as the panel happens. So nobody who's like listening to your podcast, like three months after it happened is listening to you say, Hey guys, come to my podcast conference panel uh, that happened in July of 2021. They're, they don't have to, <laughs> they don't have to listen to past ads. You can constantly refresh what's going in there. So absolutely don't be afraid to utilize the pod ad slots that you have to run content for yourself. I think that's such a great point, Ronnie. And what's, you know, so genius and the the beauty of dynamic ad insertion, which, I mean, we all just love it. (laughs) You know, we're we're (laughs) geeking out on DAI over here Um, at Podbean. You know, we love it. But it's something where, like you were saying, you can insert fresh ads, whether they're from an advertiser or for yourself. So if you are going to host a gathering for your audience, or you're going to speak on a panel, or you have a live virtual event, you can inform your audience in near real time about upcoming events, about things that have an expiration date. And then when those events have passed or when the ad is no longer relevant, it doesn't have to run anymore. It's it's dynamic insertion. So you can pull it out uh, and replace it with something else. Yeah. And I think the part that I would add is you know, it's, it's always what we kind of underscore in general. It's always about getting started, right? If a starting out podcaster who might not have a lot of downloads, it's still worth it to create a press kit. And you can always go back and develop your press kit over time. It's always worth joining Ed's Marketplace. Your downloads will uh, continue to grow. You know, I think the biggest thing is really just trying to figure out, okay, cool, where do I sit at this point in my brand's life cycle? Where do I sit in this point of my podcasting career, right? You may all of a sudden reach out to an advertiser uh, in an early point of your life cycle, and they may say, we're not interested, or you may get nothing, right? You may join Ed's Marketplace and not get anything right away. Um, but over time, as you grow your podcast, as you continue to develop more content, as you have a back catalog, uh, content is king, right? So there's a lot of points where you may have those advertisers come in those different places and say, you know what? We might want to go ahead and advertise. There's nothing wrong with, like I said, joining Ed's Marketplace when you first start with us. There's nothing wrong with reaching out to an advertiser multiple times over the course of your podcasting journey. You know, you might meet people in the industry and in the brand that you want to promote with or that you want to have advertising uh, on your show. And at that point, at different points, you may eventually get that. Um, Always also ask for advice from people who have done this too. I can't stress enough how much communication is key in growing your show and just growing your brand in general. You may have podcasters that you think you're like, oh my God, I've been listening to them for years. I, there's no way they're going to answer my questions. Shoot them a message. 
Ask them how they got started with advertising. And you may hear different results. You may have some people who yeah. make it sound like it was very, very easy. You may have other people who tell you, listen, look, this is the way that I did it. And you can try and take different tips and strategies. But definitely, if you're a podcast and you're considering a host, Podbean does offer that ads marketplace. It's just a really easy way to get started with your podcast and podcast advertising. But don't be afraid to reach out to people to figure out how they did it. And don't be afraid to reach out to um, advertisers and just see where you land. Again, you don't know what you don't know. You don't get what you don't ask for. Absolutely. And I think that's such great advice, John, because everybody starts somewhere. Everybody starts with a trailer and episode one, you know, sometimes not even a trailer. Uh, but it's it's something where podcasters, and I do have to say, in general, podcasters are really open and we want to create community. And there is that impetus to help each other. So if you are a podcaster out there, don't feel like you're in a bubble or you're, you know, just by yourself, you know, with your microphone in a void, there is a big community out there. So if, if there are any podcasters that you connect with or you resonate with, reach out. And it's so important to set yourself up and establish yourself uh, in future, right? It, Rome wasn't built in a day. It's also something we say very frequently here at Podbean. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you're looking at setting yourself up for success, maybe you register for the ads marketplace now and in six months, you know, you see results or in three months or, you know, whenever is right for your show. So it's really important, I think, to to give yourself that grace as well. And like we said, it's free to sign up. So and these are just some of our monetization uh, tools at Podbean. We have quite a few, um, which nice. is pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, there's so many solutions at Podbean. And when you host with us, they're all built in. So um, you can check all of them out at podbean.com. And I'm going to read our brief intro. If you have any specific questions that were answered here today or you want to get in contact, our email is podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. And here is our outro. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this Podcasting Smarter Live episode for May, hosted by me, Norma Jean Belenke, the head of events here at Podbean, with our special guest today, Podbean's podcast specialist, Ronnie Gosh, and Podbean's head of marketing, John Kiernan, as we discuss how to get started with ads on your podcast. For those of you who may be joining us for the first time, Podcasting Smarter has live-streamed episodes like this one with top podcasters and experts, along with recorded episodes on the Podcasting Smarter podcast. If you joined late or want to have another listen to these amazing podcasters and experts, you can replay this episode on the Podcasting Smarter podcast right here on Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasting Smarter is brought to you by Podbean. We're a podcast hosting and monetizing platform and home to over 590,000 podcasts, our ads marketplace and dynamic ads insertion platform, PodAds. For everyone listening, you can also start your own podcast and monetize on Podbean. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you next month. Thanks everybody. Thanks for joining us for this replay of our live episode, How to Get Started with Ads on Your Podcast. If you have any questions or want to get in touch, reach out to us at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thanks so much and happy podcasting.